here we go. Spring of 2020. This is the 1080 Outdoors Podcast Land Management Series, where our main focus is pursuing the truth for everyday hunters like you. I wouldn't say it's kind of an FU, it's definitely an FU. Chronicle and document how our season's going and give you real-time updates, overall land management practices. You have to find a way to hunt big buck where they are. Welcome to the 1080 Outdoors podcast, episode number 40. 40, 40, 40. 40, 40, 40. All right. Almost as old as Jed. This uh, <laughs> reminds me of a strange time in my life um, where I was drinking an abnormal amount of 40s. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of 18, 40s? Freshman year in college. And for some reason, my preferred method of intake <laughs> of consumption of alcohol was in a paper bag. That inside the paper bag was a bottle, glass bottle. 40 ounces of beer. <clears throat> I remember a lot of Budweiser. I remember getting real into like uh, real nasty like Mickey's. <laughs> um, I went down the road a couple times of Milwaukee's best. Ice? Yep. Oof. Yeah, that's uh. Never just like the straight. That's a 10% 40 pop right there. Yeah. Can I... Uh... Can I make a, a confession? Yes. I've never consumed a 40. What? Hmm. That's pretty insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, even I've done the old Edward 40 hands. Yeah, I never did that. A never couple, did that. A couple times. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what I think of when I hear 40. Just nasty, like, Malt getting liquor. too warm in the bottom. Like, <sighs> just straight liquid warm. Gotta pee really bad, but you can't because your hands are taped to it. I dealt with a couple professional drinkers in my time as a police officer that I saw one guy, he drank, he drank three camel black, I think is something like that. Like, like black XX. Yeah. That's the, that's like 14%, I think. Yeah. Jumps from 11 to 14. Yeah. About two bucks. I'm pretty (laughs) sure. Yeah. They're not expensive. You want to get $6 drunk or do you want to get $6 drunk? (laughs) Like, right? Do you want to do you want to get a six pack of Keystone? Do you want to yeah. get three forties? How far do you want six bucks to take you? Because <laughs> you can go down to the bar and you can get a high end, not even high end, like just you know, give me like a sixteen ounce beer on tap at like a, I'd call that an uppity restaurant, or for six dollars you can be a professional oh, God, drinker yeah. and get three and 40s. go to Quick Trip and get three two dollar fourteen percent forty ounce. <laughs> slammers and get absolutely trashed yep honestly i don't think i could even make it through one i couldn't there's no possible way i could make it through one right now well you yeah you can imagine drinking one out here right now no 85 (laughs) degrees die bottom would be so warm you'd be drinking your own spit by the end of it (laughs) god just disgusting you get that right here behind your jawline you feel like a tingling Mm -hmm. where you say yeah am i gonna puke or am i gonna like go start partying later that might toss me into a weird state of mind. I think if you get one down, though, you could easily do another one. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna come out strong right now and say if I finish the first one, the second one's toast. Pretty easy. Yeah. As long as it's been in the fridge the whole time. Not yeah, and no. and tomorrow doesn't exist. Yeah, and open up the hospital for me. Cause I'm yeah, on, I'm coming. Yeah, I'm gonna be on something. I think you're gonna be fine. Life support. If you I have don't. just two, well, it depends. No, the hangover's gonna, my, <laughs> the hangover's gonna put me down. Right. Three days, <laughs> minimum. <laughs> Can't do it like we used to. Or no. or just choose not to. Yeah, I don't I don't really drink anymore. I don't not ever much. remember getting a hangover until I was like twenty four. Oh, I remember getting them. I just remember them not being that bad. Yeah, I remember getting like, them. Oh, I feel terrible. And by noon you're like, I could do that again. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Now if or I'm you were already like, doing it again. Right, right. Now if I get hungover, it's just no, this day does not <clears throat> exist. Wipe it from the calendar. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Can't true. do it. Just can't do it anymore. Yeah. I was, it was interesting because I was went on a little vacay this weekend with people around our age. And a large majority of them the first night made the classic mistake. Mm. And we're pretty much all in that same scenario now. And I remember asking one of the girls, it's like, well, what did you, 
do you do? You, were you surprised by what you feel like today? Today, right now? She's like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, well, you've been doing this for 10 years. You've probably been experiencing this hangover now for like two or three. Did you think the oh. seventh White Claw last night was needed? Or are you just shocked that you feel this way right now? I don't get why people don't understand it's coming. Right. Like, they're like, oh, I can't believe it. Like, I have a very clear understanding what's happened. Like, when I'm drinking now at night, because before I didn't have a hangover, and I was a psychopath, so it didn't matter. (laughs) But now I know it's like, I know if I keep doing this, what's going to happen tomorrow? I understand the consequences, but people just, like, forget about it sometimes, or... I think you just caught, you know, you get caught up in the moment and you're so Man, it's not a moment you get caught in anymore. No, it's not fun, but it has happened to me. Because it's literally, it's a swing of like four to five drinks. You either got to stop. Wait, what do you mean? It's a swing of four to five. Like, okay. So for me, I'd say like beer six. If I go to seven or eight. Yeah, it's all over. into the moment. It's all over. So it probably ends up being 10. Yep. Or if you stop at four, you feel perfectly fine tomorrow. Yeah. So it's like a four or five beer swing there. I just I didn't I didn't know if you were putting the cutoff at four and then the fifth one was oh, it's yeah. all over. Yeah. I I don't know. No. Right, but everybody has that one. Yeah. I where think, if you have I one more, mine... the shirts are coming off. It's go time. <laughs> yeah, because it's like okay, well one more, or like we're just gonna stop for a couple. Which no, I refuse to do that. Is never a that's, couple. That's a game that I won't play anymore. Because it always turns into not a couple. Right. Turns into a few. Kind of like... Too many. Kind of like Jed when he drinks vodka. <laughs> I, don't I don't. I don't know that I've ever seen Jed Good. drink vodka. It's been a rare couple couple occurrences. Well, I took a nap on the pavement when I drank vodka, so we're just not going to even go there. <laughs> I think the last... Yeah, I had vodka last year in Canada. When we were out... Out in the boat. That must have been after yeah. I was there. No, you were oh, there, and oh, it was yep. pouring on us. Yep, yep, the skies yep. let loose. That was a good. That was a good example of a time that we let the first night get out of control. Yep. Me and Jake. I think you. Had, I think. I mean, you probably got a little bit out of control, but you still went to bed a little earlier than us. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So, Weston, what we got going on today? Okay, the current event today that we will talk about first is. We, there has been a dozen earthquakes close to Yellowstone within the last 24 hours as of, well, this was earlier this week. So as of early this week, um, it's only Tuesday, right? So this was actually, well, this was the 30th. So was that Saturday? Yeah. So Saturday. So this weekend, um, so they've had a dozen earthquakes ranging from like one point. Seven to three point one on the old, uh, was that the Richter, Richter scale? Richter you know what's scale? crazy about the Richter scale? What's that? Each point it goes up, it doubles in magnitude. So like from a one to a two? Or no, like from a, like a one point one to a one point two is twice as bad. Wow. So like, fact check me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's yeah, the case. I, I I will fact check you. I'll fact check myself. Um, but yeah. So basically, they're what they're saying is like not a high possibility. That the uh, um, super volcano in Yellowstone would, will erupt. They say there's only like a one and seven hundred and thirty thousand chance, but there's still a chance. Mm, Basically, a chance. it last erupted one hundred and seventy-four thousand years ago. So it's like thirty-four by forty-five miles. Um, and if it were to erupt, it would be the force of one thousand Hiroshima atomic bombs. It would, devas- it would devastate the United the States, including acid it. rain. I'm going to stop because it's, it's <laughs> one of those things. If I'm going to waste my time worrying about that, where am I going to stop? Well, right. That's a pretty – I feel like that's like a better chance than I would think that it would have. That's just on any given year. They have anywhere from like 700 to 3,000 earthquakes a year um, at Yellowstone or near Yellowstone, like, which I didn't know that they had that many. Jed, did you know that they had that many? No, I didn't know that many. But I knew that, you know, it's an active fault line there, but I didn't know. So basically, if this supervolcano erupts. Yeah, bye-bye. We're dead. 
Well, it's 2020. Well, it's just, you, know, you just I mean, never we're know. We're probably not going to be dead, but it's not going to be fun. Wow. Do you have? Yeah, a, we're not going to be dead. We're pr- well, probably. We're going to be like living in like a really. You have like probably, probably like stay indoors for like a really long time. Well, it's going to be like. Uh, uh, I am legend. Well, I maybe mean, not, maybe not quite that bad. They say that when Mount St. Helens erupted, that there was like ash falling here. Right. Well, they just said there'd be like acid rain. Well, imagine 1,000 Hiroshima bombs, dude. No, I don't know what the first one was like. Well, I, you're right. I don't, but it had a pretty massive effect. And imagine it times 1,000. I don't know the exact numbers, how many people died from Hiroshima. Yeah, either. But just times it by a thousand. So yeah, that's I mean, my career. If you want to throw that one into twenty twenty, this will be a dandy year. Well, it's already well, a it's dandy already year. It's shaping up to be just a dandy of a year. We could talk. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any any thoughts on the <laughs> Minneapolis stuff? I don't know. Do we want to go there? Like, is that what we want to do with this current events? No. I don't really want to either. It, I mean, it's an event that it's very current. It is very current. I mean, I think we can all like agree that. Well, I'll give you my perspective as a cop, or well, as a previous or a ex-cop. <sighs> Number one, I mean, yeah, the the cop, there's nothing even coming close to normal procedure there. Like, right. I it honestly almost I'm not I'm not saying it is because then that would that would make me a conspiracy. I read something today that, but I would. <laughs> it almost looks like it's freaking fake. It's like what the fuck? Why would what is going on? That doesn't even seem real. Okay, the, yeah. The, so the craziest thing is like if you actually like see the video, the only person that's interacting with the people is like the the Asian cop that's kind of like telling people to step away. The other three cops. Never go to their radio like nothing in the whole like eight minute video. It, it nothing about it makes any. And sense. And they don't say a single like when he's on the ground. They don't say a single word to him like as he's like screaming out. Well, yeah, it is it, like it's really weird. It is really weird. And then actually the the people that came and got I don't know how, like how much this matters, but the people that got came and got him, like and put him on the gurney. We're uniformed officers, not like EMT people. So here's an interesting one here. That's kind of like, that seems kind of weird. Yeah, the whole thing was weird. Well, though that could have been the way paramedics are just dressed there, right? But, um, so now there's like very aggressive, large gatherings going on. So we're just like coming out of this, and unless there's like some giant spike of COVID, like, are we gonna like? Are we just go be like, back to normal? I know, like you think, with the amount of people that are all this close, you know, in that small of an area or whatever, you would think there would be a enormous. Spike. Anything, what, 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 okay, this is what was taught to us pretty much from this whole debacle, Corona, is generally, you know, I think I think we can lean heavily towards the immune system being the issue, and if people need to like improve their immune system health, blah 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 blah. Right? So picture this. Three months of summer. We're supposed to be the most active probably that we are all year, especially kids. Mm-hmm. And I can take it from locally here. They're canceling like park and rec programs. Right. Baseball programs. Mm-hmm. General activities for kids. How the fuck are these kids going to do? What are they going to do all summer? So then, immune systems are going to be just ridiculously bad. Not to mention, there's going to have a giant health problem with kids, even worse than what it is already. Yeah. I mean, it's just so. Can we use this? Can at least can we draw a positive from this whole experience of like all the rallies? Which I don't really care about. The like the rallies are not that I don't care. Like they're probably they're positive. I'm saying, besides the looting and all that shit, but. Those aren't. Even, I mean, it's not even worth mentioning that shit. It's not. It's not part of the. You can't. You can't really combine that stuff. It's just people taking advantage of situation. Right. The looting and shit. You can't call them the rallies. They're not the rallies. It's just people taking advantage of situation. So, that much gathering. Can we at least draw a positive from this whole experience and be like, all right, let's go back to normal, with the with the old Rona stuff. I don't know. I would think. 
It's weird. It's messed up, man. As long as you are, um, as long as I really don't have a problem with anybody, as long as they just don't have a big issue with conservation and and the outdoors. That's like my biggest thing. Like if you're just going to come out, like if someone was to come out and like, I'm just going to wreck land, then I would have a giant problem with that person. Yeah. Or group of people, which I do have problems with some. Other than that, pretty straight with everybody. Don't really care. I, I, I don't know. People need to be out and I mean, okay. Here's the deal. <laughs> it's a city problem. These places are too fucking over, overpopulated. No, it's not. Yeah, you're saying that because you don't want them to come here. Yes. And I know <laughs> I would agree with you. But who in the hell? It sits in a city right now and is like, I just love city life. It's been such a fun year. You think our year has been shitty? Yeah, imagine. Can you imagine being city. in a city? They literally just oh couldn't my leave. god, couldn't leave their apartments. Fuck that. For like well, two. Okay, months. if I and now they're locked down again, like martial law yeah. is happening. In if I lived in a city, I wouldn't want to leave wherever I lived. Why? Just because of the struggle of getting out of it? Just because, like, there's nothing in a city that really... That you can't get? No, that I, like, would want to leave my place for. Like, what am I going to do? I don't, like, enjoy going to crowded restaurants. So you're saying if you lived in a city, you'd never leave leave your house? Yeah, probably not. But then there'd be no reason for you to live in a city. Exactly. There's no possible way I could ever live in it. I would die. Put me in a city right now. Ever. I don't know what I would do. Well, you'd probably play video games or something. He does that now. You big gamer? No, I play a little video games here and there. Keep the competitive streak going. Sure. Not much, though. Yeah. Anyways, just... <clears throat> so, yeah, all of it generally comes back to common sense, but that's what's scary. Current. How how much that is just lacking. Oh yeah. How about hunting related? Have you done anything hunting related in the last week? Uh, minus doing a little research and planning for um my hunt out west in Idaho in October. No, but that's what we're gonna talk about today. So. Yeah. Other than that. I figure that's something that Jed's probably been doing the last week or so, too. Um, Yeah, planning and uh, doing a little target practice, getting getting ramped up for next week. Yeah. Oh, What's yep. happening? Well, going on a bear hunt. Yeah. Where? Wyoming. Okay. So Canada's done. Canada is uh, no-go, officially. What was the What became official about that? Uh, it's not the border isn't open, nor is there any sign that's going right. To be. There was there was like minimal rumblings like a week ago that it might get turned out turned around by June, and here we are in June, no word. So hmm. even even if the border did open, it would be a can we get to the ministry and get our tags? You know, there'd be a lot of lot of things. Canada that, seem to be more shut down than the United States right now? I do not know. So, Wyoming bear hunt? Yep. What's the plan? Well, um, the the way that the bear seasons are structured there is that um, they'll sell unlimited tags and they have a uh, mortality quota for sows in each bear unit. And once that unit reaches the uh, the sow mortality limit, they shut the unit down. And so far, everything, like on the eastern half of the state, either just gets shut down, like the season runs until May 31st, or they've reached the sow quota. So it's looking like we're heading to the west side of the state. And... We're gonna have our map that we're that we've been blacking out as as the zones close, and start making plans on our way out there. 
sounds interesting. Why am I the? Do you have any strategy? Um, that you're looking at on maps. Yeah. So I'm looking for um avalanche shoots and meadows on north faces. Uh, because we're we're gonna be there pretty late. It's already into June. The the luscious green grass should be on the north facing slopes, um, and that's that's the uh, basic technique that everybody uses is follow the the green up because you know bears are coming out of hibernation. They're replenishing their fat stores, and then the other interesting part is. Um, we're going to be there about the middle, the, the beginning to the middle of the, uh, the bear rut. So, hmm. so yeah, but green up, you know, uh, should be below. Well, if there's any snow left, it's going to be high, high in the mountains. Um, so you're following like initial green up. Yeah. The, 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 because the the grasses and and forbs and everything that grow immediately after the snow leaves are the most nutrient rich and that's what mm-hmm. the bears are hitting the hardest so the the freshest green as high as you can get is what's is you know theoretically where you should find the most bears makes sense mhm what's their go to forb or grass do you know just grasses I mean, they're they're pretty opportunistic. They won't turn down a scavenging anything, or yeah, you know, they f- they find a freshly dead carcass, they're gonna wolf that thing down. So, but yeah, mostly it's just the fresh. What Bowie brand, huh? What Bowie brand? Uh, the three hundred Win Mag. Oh yeah, <laughs> so you've been shooting that. Yeah. She all dialed how, in. How good are you? How how far? I'm gonna. Uh, I'm putting my perfect like a perfect scenario um cap at 450 what's been your like process in building up to that like building up to your shooting that far um just well a lot of dry firing over the winter just trying to that really changes the game um that's where i noticed the biggest move forward when i got like better at shooting was just dry firing yep the the better how do how do i explain it the better you get at just the squeeze of the trigger yeah because you know a, a lot of my life it's just been okay i'm ready to shoot bang point shoot well yeah. just like there i like where the crosshairs are pull the trigger right it's it's you know the more you can get yourself to just squeeze 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 and that click should be a surprise when it comes yeah you know like it shouldn't be a conscious I want it to go off now. It should be, I like it, I like it, I like it, I like it. Oh, there it went. Just basically float it there. Yeah. Get really good at floating yep. it there and then surprise. Yep. Yeah. The biggest game changer was, um, so when I was training in like the, like for like law enforcement shit with handguns, I remember right away, I would never understand what they were talking about and they were like, let the sear down and then shoot. Like, what the fuck are you like? I just pull a trigger. But once you figure that out, like then the triggers, like it, there's probably not a sear in that rifle, but like no, right. that idea where it's like there's so much, so much, such a longer pull, and the more you do it, the more like in depth it is, you know. Because mm-hmm. then like you could pull this, I could pull the sear like full speed, like pull out, pull sear, and then realize it, and then go the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how like. Yeah, that's that's a good point when about shooting guns, like just dry firing and pulling that trigger is so important. Mm-hmm. And I don't l- do it enough. No, and I spend a lot of time in the in the winter doldrums, um, like trying to figure out how I like to like use a bipod with a pack on on the back to you know support the butt, or just shooting over my pack, or what. I mean, it's not obviously like I wouldn't feel comfortable just saying oh there's there was my practice you know i'm good to go now but it the more the more comfortable you get with with different shooting uh positions the easier it is to apply it then in in real practice yeah i gotta get better at 
meticulous improvement of shooting in general. Whatever I'm hunting with, including bow. So do you do, um, like, condition practice as well? Like, will you go practice in the rain? Mm, And, like, really windy? Really windy, yes. Like, I don't, I don't, like, usually. I don't seek out rain. Okay. Um, now that you say it, I probably should. (laughs) But, like, I'm not going to lie. I hate getting rained on. It's one of my least favorite things in the world. I hate being wet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but what's you, your least favorite kind of rain, or do you have a, like a preferred rain? Preferred li- rain is light, yeah, as light yeah. as it can be, like not much, and like warm, a warm rain. My least favorite is when it's thirty something, and it's oh. just it, when it's just thirty nine, and it's yeah, just like begging piss, for snow, just piss yeah. pouring. Oh god, yeah, yeah no, I'm just really? like I'm not that interested. Gun hunting this year on that <laughs> last weekend was just ridiculous. Like uh, really, I, I hate a that. downpour thunderstorm and it's thirty eight. Sweet. And let's throw in a 22-mile-an-hour wind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, sorry, it's the last weekend. I'm not that interested. Oh, we hunted. I, ge- I guess I'll cut up. Wasn't very I guess I'll cut up deer today. Yeah, that, that right. is. A- That's what I did. Weston, any other questions? Seems like you were thinking about something over there. <clears throat> just, oh, I was just really listening. I, do, I, don't re- I really don't ever dry fire my gun, so that's something I need to are you using Obviously a gun do. this? Yes. Oh, well, yeah. it's so for specific units and in between specific dates, it's um, either like archery, rifle, muzzle loader, whatever. But um, so you just have a tag. So yeah, but they yes, just so, a general deer tag. Right. So you could you could go whenever and mm-hmm. use whatever mm-hmm. that that well, time slot dictates. in that specific unit. Yeah. Right. Like I couldn't. There's. There's a lot of like the more southern part of Idaho mm-hmm. is like mostly archery. Well, explain. Um, did you explain where you're going yet? Controlled hunts on here. No, not, I don't think so. Like today. Yeah. Okay. So get oh. after it. Where are you going? Um, Idaho. We're gonna go to like the, um, I guess it would be like central eastern part of Idaho. Is basically, so we kind of limited ourselves because, as of right now, I'm trying to get the guys that I'm going with to push it back yeah because your brother fucked you so we were gonna what? go we, yeah so we Why? were gonna go like october 10th through what are like the 17th or whatever october 10th through the 20th like those 10 days or we were gonna leave on the 10th because a lot of the units for the any weapon um specificity open on the 10th nice job of pronouncing that word nice. by the way that was pretty specificity good. Nice. not an easy word to pronounce no, on nice. the fly <laughs> and so basically, that would just leave us with a lot more options. Yep. And so we were gonna go to a unit that had a pretty good, like a it was like a twenty. Last year was a twenty six percent success rate. The year before it was like thirty two. It's like a decent success rate. And Idaho the like fishing game website does a really good job. Um. Does a really good job at like giving you all the tools. And like to make it pretty easy to research, um, like these each specific unit and like, you know how many how many deer were killed, how many hunters hunted that unit, <laughs> um, like which percentage of the deer were shot that had uh, four or more antlers. Like they do they do a pretty good job of giving you all that data. Who does this from the previous year? The Idaho Fishing Game. Have you looked at the app that you can like go through and look at all? Isn't there like a really good app? There? Yeah, I use Go Hunt. For that go hunt go hunt.com yeah okay um there's other ones out there too um hunting fool is pretty good they're they're like um specialty i would say is um like application strategy and oh, okay. like drawing hard to draw tags but I don't oh, know. So you can so you can do like the application through them you can yeah for, for a price obviously but uh, like yeah. But, um, like, Go Hunt does, like, they have articles about strategy and, and everything like that. But, um, like, on the Go Hunt website, you can, you know, type in the state, animal that you're interested in, um, and you can filter everything out, um, trophy potential, success rate, uh, percentage of public land, things like yeah. that. 
yeah so that's the that's the thing about the area that we're going to is like the units like 98 percent public land mm-hmm. so it's like really really high um but anyway so we kind of handcuffed ourselves because we had to move it up a week because my brother has military stuff going on that week now mm, just which, out of the blue uh well we kind of planned it and then because usually he has like his stuff yeah. the first week of each month mm-hmm. and so you're some, go- you were going off historical data and then they threw you a curveball and then yeah and then he dropped the old oh dude actually i like looked at my drill schedule and because this is we bought the tags in december right when we could december mm-hmm. 1st and then his drill schedule came out i think in january right so then that's when we found out that it's the second week in october for some reason kind of fucked us so why wouldn't you just try why don't you just get out of it well, figure it out. So, anyways, we moved it up. So now there is, you there's a units that open like mid September for rifle for any weapon, right? But they're tougher, I would say. Units. Yeah, they're they're in the Frank Church wilderness, and that's not going to be day hunting type stuff. That's <laughs> no. that's back country. That's back like, in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's like, or we could go like more north. Like towards the panhandle of Idaho, but that's mainly where it's like heavily whitetail populated mm-hmm. and like that's not the point. Deep woods, and that's why would I go there to shoot a whitetail when I can shoot that here? Type of thing. I think it's awesome shooting whitetails anyway. Well, right, but because with this general deer tag, you can actually All shoot right. whitetail. Here's or the deal. I've heard of people getting out of shit before. I know you can do it. That's ridiculous. Here's 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 my thought or on push it. it back. To here's the my thought. After. There's there's well now three legitimate options. Option one, which I think is probably the most realistic, is tell Mitchell, not my problem. You're out. Don't care. We're going without you. Then he'll figure it out. <laughs> and then yes, that makes option three of him getting out of it more realistic. Or option like two is push it back. Yeah. To later in the season. Because those are long seasons, right? Or aren't right. they? Uh, they go, well, the any weapon usually is, the it ends the like October 31st. Okay, so you could still catch it. So we could catch the tail end. The next with, week of it. With a lot of, yeah. Which is honestly probably. What's a, wrong with going a week later? Nothing. It's probably better, oh, actually. Yeah, because sure. they'd be, they'd like, be getting, closer to the rut. Getting closer to the rut, right. correct. Oh, yeah. Well, that's an easy decision. So, right, that's what I said. I said, well, well, let's just push it back. So we're, we're planning. Is there a talk about not pushing it back? We're planning a meeting, and Mitchell, it doesn't want to push it back because he already has the dates taken off of work. And I said, oh, I don't give a fuck. You're gonna have to change. Yeah, them, I think that, that I brings like, me back to option. What's wrong with that? Here's kid. the thing: we're, and I, I only did this via text because I hadn't when I I was actually talking to Jed and asking for advice. And that's when he's like, dude, the unit that you're talking about um, doesn't open until the 10th. And because I hadn't, we had planned it, like that's where we were going to go. And then all this shit happened, we moved it up, and I never really like looked to see that it didn't open until the 10th. And I was like, well, fuck that. So then I looked at what units would be available, and it was not great ones. Mm-hmm. Or like, well, they're, for, they're, for, they're well, great units, right, just but for just not, what you, not for the type of. Right. Hunt that you have in mind. Yeah, you guys aren't like you guys aren't. We don't want ready f- to like backpack. We don't want in right. I don't days. want the first western hunt we all go on to be backpack into a place that's pretty mountainous and like no, really mountainous, really mountainous, like as mountainous as you're gonna get <laughs> in the lower forty-eight. Yeah, and just <laughs> and just get my ass fucking kicked. And oh yeah, you would you would be crying day half. <laughs> Point five. Yeah, you're two. weak. Okay, well, so. Yeah, so we're going to have a – I said we need to have a sit-down meeting because there was going to be four of us, but they're knocked down to three because one oh. guy already bailed. Jeez, just a fucking not disintegr- a disintegrating trip. Yeah, I hate that. You got to be real careful about it. Well, here's the thing. So, like, we planned it. We we us three bought our – like, we were all good. Asked for it off. Here's what you, you don't – you got you to gotta plan trips like this truck by truck. I know. Well, that's you the know? thing. So, so, so now we have three, which isn't super ideal because we're gonna have just to stay in a group of three, which is whatever. I wanted, I wanted four so that you could just split off with two groups of mm-hmm. two. I feel like that'd be more ideal. Give yourself a better chance, you know, cover a lot mm-hmm. more. At least mm-hmm. give yourself a chance of somebody. If the unit we were going to, like statistically, of 
whatever it was, 26%, one of us should at least, you know, statistically one of us should shoot a mule deer. So like that was my, that was like, okay, this is why we picked this unit. It's pretty good. Didn't have a lot of hunters because the any weapon is only that one week or two two weeks. Two weeks, I think, yeah. So like that was, there's not a lot of hunters, you know, whatever. Anyways, so now it's going to be, okay, here's what we're fucking doing. We're pushing back because we literally cannot. Yeah. Unless you want to go to the fucking panhandle handle and shoot a whitetail. Like, if that's what you guys really want to do. Hey, man, they, like, the, I honestly think that'd be a cool hunt. Like, yeah, you're not shooting. Well, I agree, because it's obviously going to be something different. Be right, awesome. but you're going to be hunting a totally different terrain. Right. But, With a gun, so like, too, would be like, so, like, if that was sick, if that would be our, like, if there's, like, no way that yeah. we can fucking change it, I would probably go more north because... Yeah, obviously want, you would have... I don't to. want to deal with the... Uh, the church. The, the church. Yeah. The... What is it? The Frank Church... Yeah. River, River of, of No Return. River of wilderness. No Return Wilderness. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. I would... Okay. So, <laughs> on that, I would lean that. towards that option as well because you're just... You would never plan that hunt otherwise. Right. Because something Correct. had to happen for you to hunt whitetail in Idaho. Idaho. Like, you right. never would do it. Right. And you're going to hunt mule deer again. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm curious why you chose Idaho in the first place. Uh, Over the counter. Yep. Mm. Pretty easily accessible tags and a lot, a lot of public land. It's like 70% of Idaho is public land. Mm -hmm. So it's, from what I looked up, and for like the price, it was right around 500 bucks for everything. So. Yeah, I think Idaho might be the only state that you can buy over the counter rifle tags then. and you're in a unit that's 25 percent success rate we were well unit. you are it'd yeah. be so stupid to move it up and go to a unit that you, you're not gonna do well in i agree so that's what that's what's gonna get conversed when we go when we sit down tonight. well let's just how about it's you already been decision? decided <laughs> do i need to make the decision <laughs> no like that would that's we need to push back so that's the pl- that's the It'd be nice for you to find the fourth person too. Right. Yeah, my fall's pretty booked. That's a that's a tough time for me. I know late October. I know. That that was another reason I didn't really want to push it back that far, but And Idaho is not a drive I'm ready to take. Nope. Where we were planning on going about twenty two hours. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be a two dayer, I think. Yeah. Well, where we're where we're gonna end up get going in Wyoming yeah, you is gonna guys be are, a yeah. long mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. It's not just on the other side of the Black Hills, I'll tell you that. No. It'll be about the halfway point. That's just gonna see yeah, that's gonna seem so close. Yeah. And we're gonna do the old the old leave after Oh, same. Leave after work. Same. Have to. Right. So Like I know Taylor's not in the have to camp on that. Yeah, but, but like, how are you how are you handling? If you're splitting the trip up in two days, you for sure do you drive until we're tr- you, you almost our, die. And our plan was like to drive, get to the other side of like Sioux Falls, which is what? Well, what like, time is it? Like that's eight, pointless. It's like eight hours. The other side of Sioux Falls? Right. No. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably eight hours. No, it can't be. I think it's like eight Six hours, Sioux Falls, but. Well, ba- yeah, so basically just get to the other side of that. Yeah. As, long, as far as we can. Right, right, right. And then wait, you know, whatever. Well, what time would you get done with work? Sleep in the chair. Uh, I get done at. Yeah, Mitchell's probably. Two. Who you'd have Mitchell to wait doesn't for. work Fridays. Oh, fuck, sick. So yeah, so you're leaving Thursday. You could get work. ten hours in. Yeah. Well, yeah, ten hours. I would go ten hours. I'd stop somewhere and get a hotel. At I midnight. think I won't even get a hotel. I think we planned on. See, now we bought. I b- bought a camper this year, so we're like talking about no, taking that. Don't. But I was don't. Like, that's uh, too we're far. We're just gonna tent it. Yeah, that's yeah. way too far to yeah. be taking a camper. Right. I hate pulling a camper that far. <laughs> no. I hate pulling a trailer that far. Right. Wow. So Taylor, yeah, Taylor learned that last year, last year. So yeah, I think I have a. Pretty decent sized eight man tent, so really, yeah, nice. I mean, it's does it have a stove jack in it? No, <laughs> you it's, might want something like that. It's a uh, it's in Ozark Trails, so oh, okay. I just mean like decently, so you sized. get 10 hours and you'd have a 10 hour, 12 hour, more 10 to 12 hours more the next day, which would so be really probably 13 because this is how that shit works, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, so that's the plans of now, but uh, I think things... I don't know, that first night of sleep is important. 
things are going to be changing. Don't skimp on it. You're going to be dragging the rest of the trip. Right. You guys talked about that in one of our earlier podcasts. That's what I'm like, saying. Just like don't just because you're going to you're going to drive until midnight and then set up a tent and camp. Right. Or do you want to just crash in a thirty dollar hotel in South Dakota? Fifty dollar hotel. Right. Split three ways, which is whatever. Yeah, I don't know. That's, I'm sure that's sleep's what important. I'm sure that's what we'll end up doing. But yeah, we had talked about just sleeping in the truck, and I was like, this. Oh, that's that's my favorite way to do well, it. Well, Jed, you okay, can, you have the capability of sleeping. Yeah, well, that's that's true. In many places, that's true. <laughs> like I, I have a problem. You're a professional sleeper. No, I have a problem falling asleep in, in places. But boy, you're not waking me up once I do. Uh, like one time, I, you seem to sleep pretty fine in vehicles. Like falling asleep in them. Rarely, like that Nebraska trip was the like only time. The first time I came back from Wyoming, I hunted all day. It got dark. They picked me up because I was the only loser left with a tag. Climbed in at at sunset in Wyoming and slept for 15 minutes on the way back. Like just could not fall asleep and stay asleep. Ugh. Yeah. And then of course, I think the Packers were playing like. The Redskins <laughs> or something when I got home. I had to stay up until at least halftime for that. But, boy, did I sleep from halftime on Sunday to go to work on Monday. Was it like an afternoon game? No, it was a noon game. A noon game? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you just so did, like, 2 p.m. to work? Yeah. That's insane. I mean, I, I think I was starting at 6, so, like, I was waking up at 4. But still, that's yeah, 14 hours. 14 hours. But, you know, when you hadn't slept at all in yeah. 48. Yeah. You know, whatever. But yeah, it like it sucks. But like, if you gotta to, do it, you gotta. Yeah, do it. to me, well, you gotta know your, how you are asleep. Dude, I know I, how I am asleep. I sleep. I sh- wouldn't be able to sleep in a no, car. I sleep shitty. So then it would ruin the. It, I would get off. To I a sleep bad shitty start. in a bed, unless I'm drunk. But well, you still sleep shitty then, right? Because I snore, <laughs> allegedly. So, like, the way that I view it is, like, I have to, like, I get this many days off of work. Like, I don't want to, like, go to sleep at night here in my bed and be that many hours behind getting to my destination. I just want to get there. Well, that's, yeah, that's different than leaving and sleeping at a hotel for eight hours. Right, or five. Six, whatever. Right. Whatever. Yeah, the hotel strategy is... That's for somebody who can't just, like, get to a place on the side of the road, put it in a park, shut it off, recline the seat, sleep for four hours. Yeah, I cannot do yeah, that. Yeah, that'd be ideal. Yeah. That's what I did on my way to New Mexico last fall, and it was perfect. Yeah. Really? It worked well? Yeah. Worked real well. <clears throat> Camp camped somewhere in Colorado right on the Rio Grande. Didn't even know it till I woke up and drove <laughs> off. And I'm like, oh... I was right on the banks of the Rio Grande. Look at that. That's pretty fucking sick. Yeah. Damn. Nice. I know. I am really, really, really excited. Because the furthest I've gone west is, well, I went to Arizona when I was like a you know little ass kid, but I don't really count. fucking remember that. Via plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Furthest, count. furthest I went is Nebraska with you guys. Oh, yeah. The, you we, guys, you, you're going to see like the Badlands for right. the first time now. And, yeah, that's I'm like neat. fucking thinking about like, hey, maybe we should just fucking chill out and do a little t- <laughs> But I would hope not. You, w- I know. I, okay, it was a joke. Oh my you, god! But you would do <laughs> touristic stuff. No. I think he would. I think, I think he would. <laughs> no, not when we have a destination to hunt. Yeah, like okay, here's the deal. Obviously, if, if I would really, want to go out there to do tourist stuff. Yeah, well then do it. Right. You in would? the summertime. Yeah, I would. I, like, I, would, I would not the, like to. I would pull the camper that far. To what? The Badlands? So, like yeah. you would like camp your way out through there. I did that as a kid. Worst. Worst trip of my life. <laughs> because, I mean, I hate that shit. Yeah, I did the same Stick thing. Stick me in any type of tourist situation, I want to die. Yeah, we did the same thing uh, even when as I was, a kid. like, a, after my senior year of high school. We, like, went to Denver for, uh, like, a family gathering, and we, like, came back through Wyoming. And that was the first time I'd ever been in Wyoming, and I was so sour about the whole thing. So mad about it that I was like, I hate Wyoming. I never hope I never back. return. This place is ugly. It's stupid. It's desolate. Yeah. And now it's one of my favorite places to be. Now you'd love to live there. Ah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Probably not. Maybe. 
like going there. Yeah. You still hate Minnesota, though? Yeah, worse. <laughs> I would, I would just like a little better sleeping or situ- uh, living situation there while we're there. But yeah, yeah that's well, pretty nice you're being a Madonna. <laughs> I, yeah. You're yeah, a glamper. I don't like mice running around around me. You're a See, glamper. I think that kind of shit's cool. Well, I don't know about mice running Why? around me. In the tent? Pussy. Oh, I don't like mice. No, it's in a house. Apparently neither. Does so you know they live there. Yeah, they're residents. Oh, Who are you? Oh, you're in like a lodge? No. Cabin? That would be... <laughs> lodge would be a very loose... <laughs> Around here, it'd be more like lodge. like what you would picture like Chicken a meth food. house. <laughs> it's like an original 1800s bunkhouse yeah. on a ranch. Yeah, it's a bunkhouse. Bunkhouse. Yeah, it's awesome. So what if there's a couple mice? I'd be fine with shit. that. I, th- I was thinking like tent, and you get, there's like mice in the tent. No, that'd be gross. Okay, thank you. Oh. Well, here's the deal. I'll be more prepared next year. I'm bringing, like, traps, and I'm putting them around <laughs> my head and shit like that. And I'll be a lot better. Until you roll on one. <laughs> that it's going to be so funny to see you wake up with a mouse trap for an earring. So, God, I hope it's a septum ring. <laughs> right between the nose. Yeah, those are cool. Okay, we don't need to get off of that. That's a little off topic. Yeah, so, well, whatever. Let's, the one thing we want to talk about here with... Uh, you need a beer? Is that what that no, was? Yeah, actually, oh. I kind of do. Okay. Um... Is I have so basically Jed. Yes. Would would you call yourself an ex? You know, not an expert. Expert, no. But he has hunted out west. Experienced. I have experienced. Experienced. Yes. Much more than anyone else here. Yes. And me as a virgin western hunter. He will be an expert. I'd give it five more years. Yeah. You need like fifteen more trips. Yeah. So basically. My go-to guy to ask questions is Jed. Yeah. Glad to be that guy. Yeah. And so I kind of asked him a few the other day, yada, yada, yada. And so I was like, hey, let's do that on the podcast. I have a list of questions, and we'll kind of turn it into, you know, like three or four podcasts maybe about um, Western hunting and me trying to get some info Yeah, from Jed. It's a good idea because both of you guys are heading out there. Right. So today I think we're going to cover – so basically, our pl- my plan for Idaho is to do the whole, you know, set up a tent, um, do like day day hunts. So maybe a couple days here, if it's shitty, we can pack the tent up, you know, go move elsewhere, yep. move on. I want to stay mobile. So my question for Jed um, today is, what gear do you have in your backpack for just your your day hunt out west? We're hunting muleys, okay? So right. that's right. So not your not your backpack, you know, hike in. We're we're talking your day. What are you taking with you for the day? And then obviously you can come back and you know, to your spot. So yeah. Go ahead. First thing first, water. Okay. Plenty of it. You know those like uh thirty two ounce nalgene, nalgene nalgene bottles? Yes. I would go see here's the deal. There's, sh- there's two I'm gonna kinds. get on my phone. No, here. I'm fine. not ignoring it's, you. It's fine. It's fine. I'll give you this later. Okay. <laughs> there's there's two kinds of Nalgene bottles, right? There's okay. a narrow mouth and there's a wide mouth. You got to decide what you what you want, like your bottle to be. Do you want it to be easy to pour into, or do you want it to be easy to drink out of? Mm. If you want easy to pour into, you get the wide mouth. If you want the easy to drink out of, you get the narrow mouth. Maybe you have one of each. I don't know. Okay. Th- those are the. Two I was kinds. just gonna say well, one of each. Yeah. Okay. I would. I would suggest if you're hunting all day take at least three maybe four of them okay like wow. granted that's a lot of water and it, it it also depends on what time of year you're hunting like if you're hunting early season when you're hunting probably two to three if you're hunting early season when it's hot right three yeah because i looked last year mid-october is like 50s 60s during the day yeah well i'm gonna tell and you something right 40s now 40s at night i'm gonna tell you something right now what it feels like out there at 60 is a big difference from what it feels like here at 60. At least this, just, is how, this is how it was in New Mexico. It's dry. It's dry, and the sun is cake, just beating you to death. And you're like, you're like, I'm in a T-shirt right now, and I'm sweating, and I hate my life. It's got to be hotter and shit. It's got to be like 80 degrees. But I'm pretty used to that all the time. Okay, well, <laughs> I mean, so, but yeah. go out there and experience it and talk shit to me next year. I'm not talking. Well, I didn't talk shit. Okay. All right. Anyways, Two to three. Yeah. Bunch of water. And More, is that are those the those are like the? It's like a hard plastic. Yeah, but those aren't like the fil- are those the filtered no, no, ones? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. it's just a bottle. Okay, so bring your own water supply. Yeah, 
Okay. I mean, like, if you're day hunting, you can obviously just fill them up from Wherever. whatever. If you get, like, the five-gallon bottles or, like, the Culligan, like, water, even if you're just using bottled water, you know? Right. Okay. Whatever. Fill them up. Because, like, I hate having bottles of water in my pack. They crinkle. They make noise. Mm-hmm. They're probably not going to spook anything. I just hate hearing it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, next thing I'm going to pack is going to be some food. Because, like, I hate being hungry. Got to eat. Got to eat. But you're exerting a lot of energy. Yeah, so you're yeah. carrying a pack. You're hiking mm-hmm. around. It's terrible. Right. It's awesome, but it's terrible. <laughs> you're going to go through a lot of stuff. Uh, and by stuff, I mean calories. So you got to put them back in. Big dog got to eat. Right. Uh, personally, I like Cliff Bars. I like, I like Cliff, Cliff Bars a lot. I, I like also Cliff like bars. Trail Mix. What's your okay? What's your favorite? What's your favorite Cliff Bar? Blueberry, obviously. Duh, yeah. yeah I'm a blueberry you're a blueberry guy. Blueberry freak. Yeah. Uh, other than that, it's probably going to be crunchy peanut butter. Mm, I'm a white chocolate macadamia nut. Yeah, guy. I'm not. That gives me a funny aftertaste. Don't really like it. Okay. I mean, I'll eat it. Don't get me wrong, I'll eat it. But it's in the variety not my favorite. Pack. I don't get variety <laughs> packs. I get 18 packs. Okay. Trail Anyways. Mix. Trail mix, I like trail mix. Uh, Minus the raisins. No, I love raisins. Ugh. You're a freak. <laughs> um, I like sandwiches. Like, like I like to make a sandwich either at night when I get back or in the morning. Throw that in there. Um, like a meat and cheese sandwich? Yeah, thinking? obviously. What else yeah. is there? I don't know. Peanut butter jelly? No, that's weird. Egg salad? <laughs> Sitting in your back all day. <laughs> I mean, I'd be uh, into it, but not really. Um, number one thing. Well, these things go together, but... Uh, game bags yep. and knives. Because, like, odds are when you're out west hunting on public land or private land, doesn't really matter, you're not going to kill an animal where you can get a vehicle to or a four-wheeler to. Right. And dragging animals is stupid. I don't know, understand why we do it around here. It sucks. If you have a knife and a backpack and some game bags. Quarter that some bitch. Yeah, up. that's all you need. Watch a video on how to do it or just make it up as you go. really doesn't matter. All you got to do is get it apart, put it in game bags, get it back, get it on ice. Yeah, I watched. I think uh, Steve Ranella has a video on oh, YouTube. Yeah. All all manners of right. like Western hunting. Anybody will have one, right? Okay. Um. Also, I've got some like layers in there in my backpack. You know, some like puffy insulated layers, maybe some extra um, base layers because like I don't want to be wearing my base layers. And hike into a spot and be all sweaty. Like even though you know it's like, you know, wicks moisture away. Like mm-hmm. I just don't want it to be saturated by the time I get there. Um. Also, a waterproof layer, big help. Yeah. Because all waterproof layers basically are also windbreakers. Mm-hmm. So that's and they're light. You know, if you, even even an uninsulated like rain jacket is going to offer a lot of warmth like warmth value when you're sitting there glassing or whatever. Getting Which brings ready. me to my next point, tripod and binos and a spotting scope. Yeah. Always. Like you'll you'll realize once you put a put a pair of binoculars whether they're 10s, 12s, 8s, whatever it is, you put them on your on your tripod and you sit there it's night and day difference. It's unbelievable. Rather than having to hold it with your yeah. hands. Yeah. Handshake like you yeah. just like when like, don't get me wrong. I'll carry them on my chest, and I'll look through them without them being on the tripod. But not when you're sit- playing with the glass But if for I'm, like, okay, if I'm going to say this is my glassing spot for the morning, yep. I'm not going to get there and just, like, brace my knees, my elbows on my knees, and put the binoculars to my head. You just can't. You can't get as good of a view as you can if there's no wiggle. There's nothing. You're not fatiguing yourself. You know, you can adjust it, get it just right. Okay. Butt pad, if you're into having a comfortable butt when you're sitting. Mm. And they can be just as light as, like, uh, have your brother steal you some uh, some discarded pipe insulation from job sites. Stuff works pretty good. It's like a thick black foam. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um, but, yeah, the like, the more you glass, like, vast open country the more you realize and the first time you put it on a tripod you're gonna be like ah, i don't know i don't really like it and then you're gonna fiddle around with the tripod and get it comfortable and then you're gonna be like holy shit i can see birds like 
600 yards away and mm-hmm. I know what kind of birds they are, not just like, oh, there's a bird over there. Right. Well, that's going to help you pick up an ear twitch in a, in a shade pocket somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's a, that's a game changer. Especially with muleys because they're always they're yeah. in the shade. Glass the shade, man. Yeah. That's what they do. They don't like, like you don't think about it around here because like everywhere is shaded. Like anywhere a deer would bed is mm-hmm. shaded around here. So it's not right. even a thought. Right. But once you, once you get out west and you realize like, Holy shit, except for right before rainstorm, deer don't bed just like willy-nilly out in the open. They're always in some shade. Okay. So. Yeah. Those those are those are the things that I carry with me on a Well, obviously your license. Well, yeah. Okay. Have your license with you and uh, a roll of electrical tape to attach a notched tag to an antler. Um other than that, that's basically Your weapon, it. obviously. Well, obviously, <laughs> something to kill something with. Yeah. Um, and projectiles, whether they're yeah. arrows or bullets. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was, cause that was kind of our plan. We were going to do the whole, you know, first, try to do, like, first three days, three, four days um, with a bow. Oh, sure. And then that's why we wanted to do any weapon yep. so that. Well, I'm here to tell you. For the if you guys are taking three people in two trucks, you're or on one truck, you are not going to have room for bows and guns. Right. Yeah. I know that was that was why four was ideal. Yeah. I don't know. We might do three people in two trucks. We'll see. I don't know. That would suck for that the would that would really person. suck for the solo guy. <laughs> right. But but, but if it's but if it's fuck you, <laughs> the guy you invited isn't coming. So yeah, and go. and if it's like. Okay, so here's what I would do. I would say if if you do do three dudes in one truck or two trucks, I would say that um, you put a you like go on uh, like MapQuest will do it. Whose truck are you driving? Uh, I think we're gonna take John's. Is it a full cab? Yes. Um. Anyways, if you do end up taking two trucks, go on MapQuest. Um, they, they'll they do like a, a gas calculator for your trip. So, and they'll use like the average of what the nation's gas prices are. Right. You type in your mileage approximately. Whatever it tells you to do, Get divide that by however many people are going. So it's going to be two trucks, you know, three people. Divide out the gas money. Have a, have a pot. And uh, have it in cash ahead of time. Ahead of time, and then whatever's left at the end of just it, divide it. it up, right? Yeah. Um, and then also, I would just tell Mitchell that, seeing as his dude didn't show up, he's gonna have to leave a day ahead because he doesn't work Friday anyways. Just be like, well, you get a day head start, get going. We'll find you when we find you. Because, you know, like, if he's going to drive by himself, like, somebody's going to end up driving by themselves. Right. I think... So send him on ahead a day early. He can stop wherever the hell he wants to get whatever kind of sleep he wants. See you when we see you. And then the double, you know, the two people, they can, you know, trade back and forth or whatever. Right. As far as driving duties. That's how I would do it. Yeah. I don't know. That's why we need to have a sit down because we kind of we did have a sit down. We had it planned and like this is what we were gonna do. We were gonna take two trucks. And then Mitchell's an asshole. And then now we had to switch it. So now it's kind of becoming a fucking nightmare. And the other dude's and an asshole too. Who's who? Who commits to a hunting trip and then backs out? Well, that's the thing. So it was. He can rename. He can remain nameless as well. Chase Nodstead. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, I'll." He's one of those like, "Yeah, I'll go." So then like December came, we bought our tags, and he's like, "Oh, when do we have to buy our tags?" He's like, "Oh, okay, like two weeks ago." He's like, "Oh, okay, well." Yeah, you know, whatever. So then, basically, he's not going because he has to do the. He's going to be in the. I don't care. Police academy. I don't care. So yeah, <laughs> that's because he's going to be uh, some sort of law enforcement officer. <clears throat> so yeah, um, yeah, cool. Thanks. Yeah, not a problem, man. I'm going to have a lot more questions for yeah. you. Throw them my we'll way. We'll make sure we cover them around here. 
We will. Got some time. Got some time. All right. I got it. Yeah. You know what the problem is with this? <laughs> is like the more questions you ask me, the more vested I'm going to be in this trip. And then your mind just gone. <laughs> no, I'm not coming with you. <laughs> it's not happening. But you're going to be like. I'm going to be mad yeah. if it doesn't turn out well. Right. Whereas like if I wasn't that invested in it, I'd just be like, oh, yeah, it sucks to be you. You know, like oh, I've been on a shitty trip or two myself. <laughs> but no, no, I'll be mad. So thanks a lot. But if it's successful, you'll be happy. As happy as you would, as you could be for me. Yeah, that's true. Any possible. That's true. <laughs> Anything don't else? Mess this up. Pro- probably, mess probably going to take some credit if it's successful. But well, I'm going to take. You should. But I'm would... going to take no credit if it's, <laughs> if it's a failure. I did exactly what you said, <laughs> and it didn't work. Well, yeah, I see. Did it wrong. Well, you went. Yeah. yeah, that's just well. A no, trip. it's going to be like. Well, yeah, you can only plan so much from Wisconsin. Yeah. You know, right. you, you obviously got to make the right adjustments when there. Right. No, that's that's something that I learned last year in uh, in New Mexico too. Is like your your internet scouting without boots on the ground. Like it can it you can only rely on it so much. Right. Because yeah, we talked about doing a doing like a long weekend trip just to go out there and get an idea. Oof, like, that's a really long weekend at 22 that's hours. That's what I'm saying. Oof. That's like, that's literally, you have one day to basically, you know. Yeah, that's not worth it. That's fruitless. That's what I thought. That's what we assumed. Because we didn't want to take, like the, the, well, we didn't take too much to go out there. Right, and the only other way you could do it is to fly, and then at that point, that's going to cost you more than the trip itself. Right. So, like, yeah. I would, like, if it came down to that, I would save the money to put it towards another trip versus... You know, doing something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's what we're gonna cover today. Um, anything else from anybody? Go through a round of Would You Rather. Yeah, we can do that to end it. Gun to your head. Would you rather? All right. Hit us up. Gun to your head. What kind of gun? Do we go over this again? Well, I don't know. Forty-four, that, right what, to your face. Yeah, one that's gonna kill you for sure. Would you rather have a Godzilla-sized girlfriend or have a human-sized Godzilla girlfriend? So a human-sized girlfriend that is a Godzilla, so a lizard-type creature, or or a a human being that is, I'm guessing, like 12 feet tall. (laughs) Uh, I guess I would prefer a human-looking girlfriend, even if she is 15 to 12 to 15. This is kind of... But I would still prefer the human. I would have a Godzilla-sized girlfriend. Yes. Yep. No question in my mind. 38%. I'm not fucking a lizard. Godzilla-sized. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Well, if All she's right, my well, girlfriend, well, obviously, <laughs> you know, do I got to spell it out? Well, maybe. If and I'm ready. not going to do that with an animal. So Sickos. 38% said what? That they, what we said. So the majority. Really? We're in the minority, huh? Yeah. I'm a big shock. Fucking weirdos. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know, those lizard fuckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Just weirdos. That was that was an odd one. Would you rather wear wet socks for the rest of your life or only wash your hair only once a year? Wash my hair once a year. I cannot stand my feet being wet. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my tradition of abstaining from over cleanliness and <laughs> only wash my hair once a year. I mean, that's simple fix. Shave it all off. Yeah. Right. You know. Go bald. Yeah. Like, I do not have a pretty shaped head, but I'll deal with that. I can wear a ball cap. I don't care. A lot of hats. Yeah. Yeah. You ever seen me without a hat? No. Yeah. Well. A couple times. Back when you were into your, like. I don't get it. Oh, yeah. I don't know what your head would be like, though. Like, is your head going to have, like, issues? Are you gonna have like itchy like shit? Like, yeah, probably. Drive you fucking. Crazy? Yeah, probably. But if you only wear wet socks, you might get trench foot and lose your foot. Right. You're not gonna lose your head. You might. But How about not this? Physically. Can you just not wear much socks then? No, you, I think. You, I think you have. It to has wear to come socks. down to you have to have wet socks. Because like this summer, man. I, I mean, I've I've gone days without wearing socks. Yeah, I've never understood that. I'm not a flip flop guy. If I'm on like vacation or at a pool, I'll wear flip flops. No, no. you used to wear flip flops, Jed. I like when. So like you, I've never seen you with flip flops on. Do you? Tell me you yes. I I don't remember the last time I owned a pair of flip flops. High school maybe. Yeah, maybe it was high school. 
you're telling me like if you go somewhere with a warm climate and like a sandy beach, which you probably rarely like, ever I go. Don't, I, that's not my jam. But you're gonna you're gonna wear like tennis shoes with socks. No, maybe uh, maybe ch- chacos or something like that. Chacos uh, or Crocs. Oh, all right. This I'm is a, a good one here. I'm a Crocs guy. Yeah. Would you rather stop aging for the next twenty years or win one hundred fifty thousand in the lottery? One hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. Stop aging. Yeah, stop aging. That money. That's 150 not, G's. That's is not. Whatever. That's not. A, that's not enough to. No. If I could be this, like aging physically or like like appearance wise or like general aging. So you're oh, just yeah. stuck here for 20 years. Yeah, no, I'll I'll take living here for 20 years. Right. Yeah. Get get me to damn near 50 the way I feel now. Hell yeah. Mm, you're almost 40, so <laughs> okay. Especially right now too, like, like 20 mid 20s half like half to be your. Yeah, have to be your prime. Yeah, I'm past mine, but you know, because <laughs> he's old as fuck. Yeah, you think? Yeah. All right. Well, if you're still listening, like, subscribe, subscribe. Thanks. Share. Peace out. <laughs>